Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Gran Turismo. My name is Shabazz and of course I'm joined in the driver's seat. This car for some reason has three driver's seats with three pedals, uh, all accelerators, no no brakes. because We don't stop here on the movie podcast. <laughs> Do we each have our own steering wheel as well? We each have our own steering wheel. We're all going in different directions. It's like those oh driver's ed cars, that, which I've never seen in Canada, by the way, only in the States in movies, by the way. What? You've never seen the driver's ed car that has another steering wheel? And like another accelerator or brake in it. Yeah, I've never seen that so in real life. My my driver, my driving instructor, her car that she had didn't have another steering wheel, but it did have a brake in it. Sorry. So yes, it was, mine it was did only they, a brake. They had, they, had okay. they had a brake just in case. I think that has to be by default. Got you. Okay. So what uh, you're saying is you just lied right now. I just lied. I mean, what's new? What's new <laughs> in the movie podcast? We're just, we're just <laughs> liars on here. You lie all the time. What we all lie. I right mean, Dave, remember the time that you said that Oppenheimer was the greatest movie and then Two minutes later, we turn off the camera. You're like, that was garbage. I've never seen a worse. No, no, no. It's (laughs) phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Of course. Sorry. Before we get too, before we get too in the weeds here, uh, like I said, joining me in the driver's seat, we have Daniel and Anthony. Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Okay, that's my fault. My fault for kicking it to you. That was that was my fault. I missed you my set, situation. Jay, you set yourself up for that one. I'm I set myself you. up. I, I thought I, I thought I was gonna get more. I, I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Was Dan- Daniel, how are you doing today? I am doing well. No, oh. no, no, I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. We uh, I'm so excited to talk about this movie. There was so much going on. Uh, I think relating and around this movie, which we're gonna get to, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good day to be on the movie podcast. It's a bit quiet as well too, because you know, yeah. you know movies are being pushed. We're you know we're waiting to see what's going to kind of happen with uh, release dates and all that kind of stuff. So we've been getting a little bit almost almost we've been almost taking a little bit of a mini break on the show, somewhat of a break. Somewhat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're still working really hard. There's other stuff happening behind the scenes that we cannot yeah. wait to share with you all. Mm. Uh, like I said, we're all in the driver's seat, driving different places, but same car. Yeah, same car, uh, different same car, car driveway. Yeah, <laughs> okay, what? Oh, we each control a wheel, and then there's one wheel that's just like on its own. It's like the oh, car, God. the you know, like the super <laughs> the shopping cart. cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just flapping its own thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly what's happening here. Of course, the movie that we're talking about again today is Gran Turismo, and it's from Sony Pictures. So huge shout out to our friends Red Sony Pictures for inviting us to come watch this movie. But also, we got to do a really cool experience that we're going to talk about as well. Uh, the film does star David Harbour, Archie Madwick, uh, Orlando Bloom, Darren Barnett. Jimon Hansu and Jerry Halloway, or uh, is she also known as Jerry Horner? I, I feel like it's like a she has different names when it's she's like a chameleon. Like, she's married, right? It's a chameleon, yeah. So yeah, anyways, but the movie that we're talking about again, like I said, is is, is Gran Turismo, and but the uh, event that we got to experience on this movie was a really really cool event. Our friends over at Sony Pictures invited us to come to this mansion in like a little bit southern ontario i think or northern ontario and we got to drive really really fast cars we got to just kind of hang out in a pool and then at the end of it we got to watch the movie it was a really cool experience at this house though they had grand turismo set up so we could play it as well uh, and we have some cool videos that will be dropping very soon but do you guys want to talk about how much fun you had a game what about yourself yeah no it was uh it was so much fun i think when uh so the company or the place we went to was like gta exotics this video is not sponsored by them this is just the fact that this is where we went so if you want to you know test some cool cars like we did go check them out uh but yeah you know this was this was a really cool event because we had a, a bunch of different media there um from the video game world and from 
you know, the movie side. And it's great whenever we get to see like our friends from the industry from different, you know, corners of whatever entertainment you love. Uh, so we definitely had some friends there that we got to meet up with. And um, yeah, and we got to drive some really cool cars, and, you know, and, and you already know if you're longtime listeners or watchers of the movie podcast, how big of, you know, gamers that we are here. So whenever we get to have something that blends the two worlds together, it's amazing. And us getting to drive, you know, really cool sports cars, you know, uh, Shay and I, we got to drive a Ferrari, um, Anthony, you got to drive a McLaren um, and we just got to rip it down the streets and just have a lot of fun. I think that was really cool. And again, it gives you so much, I think, uh, of appreciation for, you know, the sport of racing and for cars. And, you know, growing up, I was never a huge, huge car person. My biggest exposure to it was games like Gran Turismo and um, like Need for Speed and, and Burnout and like in all of those type of games. Right. So like this, like just it's cool, you know, getting in the driver's seat and actually getting to put pedal to the metal and just, you know, flying down the road, which is, uh, it's a lot of fun. We were safe. We were definitely mm-hmm. safe, but it was, uh, it was a very cool experience. You did hit that old lady, LaDaniel, which I thought was extremely rude. She, why was she in the middle of the road? Yeah. Why was she, why was she trying to hitchhike? I don't get it. You know what I mean? We only have you know, two seats. You can't, you can't hitchhike in a Ferrari. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, can't yeah, you, you and I had the opportunity to drive the uh, Ferrari FA Tributo. And then mm-hmm. Anthony, what did you get to drive? I actually got to drive the McLaren uh, 720S Spider, which was the fastest car of their, of their, I guess, of catalog of cars. Um, it wasn't my go-to choice. I wanted to drive the the Mercedes GTR, but uh, I actually had a lot of fun in the McLaren. I was wearing a McLaren T-shirt, and I didn't realize until uh, I got I got out of the car. I'm like, oh yeah, it makes sense. I guess God this is very like, put me into the right it was car. Meant to be, and yeah, yeah he put you in the right passenger seat. It was uh, it was one of these cars where you just like you just learn a it's so delicate because the guy's like, yeah, when you open the door, you got to make sure that. When you pull the handle, push up with your elbow because if you pull from the 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 handle inside, it like will dislodge the mechanism that opens the door. It was like Oppenheimer bomb. Yeah, it was like oh, it moves a millimeter, so it's very very fragile. So just be careful. I'm like okay, this is just a five hundred (laughs) thousand dollar car. But yeah, you know, it's it's also when you're driving it, you're just like oh my gosh. It's like this it feels like this car is going to fall apart at any point, but it's very, yeah. very mm-hmm. fast and you feel everything. So, yeah, I had a friggin hell of a time uh, driving these uh, these exotic cars. Yeah, yeah it was really one, cool. Uh, one crazy way to start a screening for sure. Absolutely. We were just we were on the thrill. Even when we got in our car, I remember like starting it and like all these errors are popping up and it's like no airbag, no wheels, no this. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, are we mm-hmm. going to be okay? And the guy's like, yeah, don't worry. Honestly, all those things, like don't worry about it. I'm like, okay. You don't need those. Also, there's no park in the car. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? No. You just got to make sure you hit this, uh, push these two buttons at the same time, jump out the window really quickly. It's no big deal. Yeah. I'm like, oh So when, when Shay and I were switching, like in, oh, the, yeah. in the car was in neutral, <laughs> I'm like holding the car because they're so light. I'm it felt like, like it was moving, right? It. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Shay, hurry up and switch so I can get in here and hold, <laughs> and hold like, the brake. I don't know how to like, I had to like l- jump off the brake have daniel yeah. jump through the window it was uh it was a crazy experience but man we had so cool. much fun we had, so we had fun. a lot of fun we had a huge blast yeah. with that so yeah huge thanks to sony to playstation and to sony pictures for the invite because that was awesome that's really, really cool um of course like i mentioned in the beginning the movie we're talking about today is gran turismo what is your i gotta ask you guys what is your what is your history with gran turismo 
You know, like, how <laughs> I love the way you had, to, you had to, you built that up like you were going to ask a different question. What and you're is, like, no, no, no. What is what your is, history? Tell me about your history, Gran Turismo, okay? Uh, I don't know what voice that was. That was uh, my Gran Turismo voice. But, you know, <laughs> what's your what's been your history with Gran Turismo, the games? I think my, my biggest history with Gran Turismo is just playing it nonstop at my cousin's house. I think uh, playing racing games like especially were like a lot of the games that you played growing up because there would always be like i feel like every fall would come out and there'd be like a new need for speed there'd be a new uh gran turismo and there's and that was also the era when i think back to the ps2 the xbox the gamecube era where there was so many different racing like remember like project gotham racing like there were so many different variants of racing titles so i feel like i'd always be playing one of them but gran turismo was also one of the games that really challenged you because it was such a true to life sim of what racing was right so you couldn't approach it as easily as you would another arcade racer you would actually have to know what you're doing and you know pay attention and and learn your lines and and go at it it was a lot of fun but it was also very uh uh, it was like you you felt whenever you race and you won you felt like you earned it right and i think that's what's uh really incredible about this series and how it's lasted now almost 30 years that we've been playing this game Crazy. so that's amazing yeah and i just uh, it, it wasn't it was never a series that i would go to as like my main racing game growing up because i like you know for me like it's not traditionally like a, a sim racing but like i think of like mario kart i look think of need for speed those are the games that i played a lot growing up especially like need for speed underground things like that but gran turismo i have such an appreciation for it and i was also just so intimidated by it whenever you'd see a good gran turismo player and as soon as somebody had like oh guys i'm going to bring my wheel to the sleepover and you're just like okay no that's too much this guy this, this guy's serious. serious he's bringing his he's bringing yeah. his racing wheel to the sleepover yeah i'm going to let him do his thing but uh i have a yeah, real I mean, gran turismo license okay yeah it's, it's it's wild but also like i don't like, i always felt like it was also the game that had the most models of cars too yeah. so you would always be able to find whatever car that you love and you would be able to find new ones i always would always like usually what i would main like Japanese cars just because it's like oh like it's made by a Japanese studio you would you know fall in love with it and, and like their attention to detail to those games but yeah it's it's amazing what, what more can you say absolutely I had the I had you know Gran Turismo 1 and 2 on the on the PS1 mm-hmm. and I used to play them so much because and but the thing is the way I would play them was so weird like I would find the most basic normal car that I've seen in the streets and then just like pretend like I'm going on my day and my day just happens to be a race car driver. <laughs> like I yeah. was so not the kid that was like, I'm going to race it really fast. I was like, oh, maybe I'll follow the streetlights. And like, there's no streetlights yeah. in this game. It's a track. I'm like, well, I'll, yeah. I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I had a lot of fun. I used, to, I used to love playing that game. And you're right. There's this level of intimidation that that game brings. And I remember we we're trying to get all the different licenses and everything. And I was like, oh, yep. I'll eventually master this. But yeah, the game is it, it's so intimidating, but it's also so much fun. And the cars look so good. Uh, Anthony, what about yourself? Yeah, Gran Turismo 1 and 2 were staples in my PlayStation collection. Um, and then like pretty much every other Gran, Gran Turismo after that has been part of my life. But 1 and 2 just cemented why Sony PlayStation was the system for me just because it it was at that time like as a kid you just knew this console was from Japan then you had the studio that was making this game about racing and they were from Japan and it just felt like this was that time period where 
Japanese gaming became a mainstay in my household as well as yeah. the whole world. And yeah, like I remember Gran Turismo 2 buying uh, the Suzuki Escudo because I knew it was the fastest car in the game with like 970 horsepower. And no matter what track you put that car on, it's going to win the race. If it was, and it's designed <laughs> as a rally car, right? So you put it on the street, you put it on the on the dirt, like you're going to win it. And it just felt like, and that took forever. I think it was like 3 million credits or 2 million credits to obtain uh, to buy it. But when you did buy it, it was just perfect. But then later on, learning about the history of Gran Turismo's and what, what they did to make that game and how they recorded the sound of every car and then how each year it got better and better in terms of the interior, uh, in terms of just the uh, the mods that you can add and i didn't even know it was a it was a simulator i thought it was just this is a very professional <laughs> race car <Yeah>. driving game <laughs> this is it's how not cars arcade. drive this, games, but then yeah. you know it starts to click in as you get older it's like oh this is what they wanted you to what it felt like to actually drive these cars but yeah. through a video game system which is you know something outside the box like and it's a huge risk for anyone to just say yeah let's build that game and hope that people love it and as you can see you know forza has always been a big part of um, racing in the past 10 years but i always will go to gran turismo gran turismo is essentially the greatest car game ever made and that's like you can shoot me on that but that's true so, <laughs> don't don't shoot him don't, don't shoot him. don't shoot him don't please. shoot me but uh, uh yeah I've, and but, it, but it's also so interesting right that like you you see like gran turismo i think has kept that prestige you know throughout all these years and and forza i think having now a, a competitor who's also one of the best doing it right now hopefully that's only going to drive the two to continually just get right. better and better yeah, yeah no definitely, well, definitely definitely well gran turismo will be available early in theaters august 9th in some pre-releases that they're doing there's a bunch of different events happening so make sure to check your local theater because you might be able to see this movie really early as well and it'll have a wide release august 25th again thanks to our friends over at sony pictures i want to kick it over to daniel here for our first reaction to gran turismo what's so funny about gran turismo is that it's based on a video game but it really isn't a video game movie so it like it's in this weird in between like yeah this is based on the true life story of this racer who this gamer who first started off by playing you know the Gran Turismo games and was so good at it that he won a contest and then went on to go race real cars and it's it's we're in a really fascinating spot with I think with PlayStation and their adaptations this year because we've also gone the last of us which was just took the world by storm earlier this year. We had Twisted Metal come out. And then when you look on the other kind of the other studios, the other big the, of the big three, we had like the Halo series. And obviously we had the Mario Brothers movie just kill it at the box office this year. Um, so going into Gran Turismo, I have to say that I did not have a lot of faith in it. And I'll be completely honest with by saying the trailers from what I saw did not make this movie look like it was really going to deliver or hit home and i'm so happy that i am so wrong on that because i had such a damn good time watching gran turismo it is such a fun movie it is such an exhilarating ride beginning to end it's just it knows exactly the story that it wants to tell this is an underdog story this is the ultimate underdog story of someone who no one believes should be where they are and um, 
but they do, they do, and they earn their spot and they earn their name. And it reminded me a lot of Creed. And it's funny because one of the writers of this film also wrote Creed three this year. And you kind of see the little bit of the shades of that. We're like, yeah, like this is just an underdog story. This is somebody's story who you want, you know, it's, it's, it's so crazy. It, it has to be true type of story, right? Where have we ever heard about somebody being so good at video games? They've now turned into their career is now turned into, you know, being whatever role they is that they're playing. If that was true, then I'd be like a professional, like mushroom stomper in oh. real life. You know what I mean? Like it's cause, cause, cause Mario, I played. No, no, I know. Just, I don't know. Um, it's a job. Yeah. I didn't know it, either, but it is a job. That's the thing, it right? is a job in Italy. You know? When you go to Italy, in Italy, right? Oh, you go yeah, and you the stomp. mushroom stompers. But that's, that's like a family lineage kind of thing. Like, well, they yeah, pass yeah. down from generation. Yeah, you have to be born into that family to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, only, exactly. it's only, it's only, it's only the the the, the, the fungi family that does it. <laughs> fungi that, that does it. No, the God. fungi family that does no, no. it. What no, was but, the, what was the institution called? The institution what that they that they went Remember to go the, learn the no. fun guy institution that we had from our Mario Brothers. Review? Oh my God! Yeah, no, damn. that was have to work was, there first. That was from Last of Us. That was from our Last of Us. Last of Us, sorry, Last, Last of Us. Of us you're yeah. right. It was from Last of Us. Yes. What what do we call the what do we call ourselves the 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 fun Quar- guy family? Cordyceps crew. Cordyceps crew. Oh man. We're so off track. So Let's off get track. back on the racetrack. Let's get back on the racetrack. Uh, Gran Turismo truly is the biggest surprise of the year. I had a blast with this movie. I think the performances are all top notch. I think uh, you look at a movie that could be very cheesy and very hokey, but it finds a way to balance that line and telling a really heartwarming and endearing story. Um, and I think that goes, uh, that's a testament to Neil Blomkamp, who uh, I'm always rooting for whenever he has a film coming out. I'm like, you know what? Like, Hopefully this captures, recaptures that magic of what we saw in District 9 or Elysium, which is one of my favorites. But I think since then, it's been a little bit of a rocky go for him. But I think when you look at Gran Turismo, just like, you know, Jan in the film, I think everyone is going to count this movie out, but don't because this is a great time. You go watch this at the movie theater. If you're going to fall in love with racing, you're going to fall in love with cars. You know, we left the theater Shay and I specifically, because I know Anthony, you are more in tune with that world already. But we left the the, the theater going like, I want to learn about this. I want to learn more about not just the story, but about the different racing and the different leagues and what when's the next big races? Who are the big stars? Like those are the type of things that you'll start wanting to know about and to care about. And I think it's because of Gran Turismo, this movie that's coming out in a very you know precarious time. Because it's like it's opening this week, but it's also opening up wide at the end of August, which is also not the greatest time for movies to be releasing. I really do hope it finds its audience because it's a great time. And I think everything that we've seen from Sony Productions so far with The Last of Us, with Twisted Metal, which is getting right reviews, we have not watched it yet. Uh, but it seems like, you know, they're doing things right and they're treating their properties, you know, fairly and and as they should be, because these are prestigious game titles and i'm i love that this just wasn't a random like oh this is a like need for speed it was like no this is a real story and we're going to treat that that grand turismo we're going to actually tell a real story within this world that makes sense and i just i had loved it i had a great time with it it's it's absolutely mind-blowing how accurate the story is as well because i remember as soon as the movie finished we googled so many of the events and while they may not be in the same order when and i get why they do that it's still so fascinating to see that this is the story of Jan Martinbro. This is what he actually mm-hmm. went through. And 
it's there's so many devastating moments in this series where I'm like, oh, I can't believe they did that. I'm like, that's a weird story decision. But it's like, no, that happened. That's why they yeah. did that. I think that's what's the craziest thing about this movie. And just like you, Daniel, kind of went in going like, can this video game movie be good? And yeah. they they blend these adaptations so well where the, the moments that are meant to imitate the game are done so well you have the different camera angles that you get in the game when you see the cinematography my god yeah oh beautiful and 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 you you look back to movies that are about racing because you know this week we just watched uh, days of thunder as well and i you know i've watched ford versus ferrari and then we have movies like rush those movies are fantastic but it always feels like the racing in that film is is, is just the background it's just the backdrop mm-hmm. to what this story is being told about the characters while, yes, this is a story being told about Jan, it's still so much about the racing that it got me so invested in it that, like you said, Daniel, after you know the movie was done, I, I started doing so much research into GT racing. I even watched the uh, four-hour Nürburgring, I can, I, never, I can never pronounce it, Nürburgring race that happened on July 30th. I rewatched that whole race, and I was like just so captivated by it. Mm. And now I can't wait for the next race that's coming out, and I'm going to watch that. It's kind of like what I feel what the F1 series did on Netflix for people that wanted to get into F1. This movie kind of did that with me and, and now GT racing. Like it got me really excited and I want to learn more and I want to get more invested in it because yeah, this is the biggest surprise. This movie is so fun. It's so gripping. It's got really tense moments and the racing cinematography is just beautiful. The way they incorporate elements of the game also fantastic. And the cast, they are they are driving to the finish line. They are doing a great job. They are selling the movie that they're here to sell. And you totally buy it. You're you're invested for the time that you're watching this movie. Uh, but Anthony, please let us know your first reaction to Gran Turismo. I actually really love Gran Turismo. And I think what I loved about it the most is it, Gran Turismo, we mentioned before, it's not a video game with wacky characters and, and crazy storylines. It's a simulator, right? So there is a story that you could tell there that's really real. And, you know, Gran Turismo always felt like Top Gun. Like it was the Top Gun Academy of, of car racing. Great but, analogy. It, and I wish it was because and maybe there is, maybe there is now some sort of implementation of it, but that's what it felt like. It felt like, okay, you are the top gamers of, of this world. We're going to put you in a race car and see if you can, you know, do the same thing in the car. And it's, it is an underdog story because you have the idea of race car drivers who do this for a living, who, you know, race go-karts and move their their way up to GT cars and maybe for, Formula One or even Indy. But the idea of getting a gamer to be put in this position and actually win races is fantastic. And to learn that this is actually a real story, I couldn't believe it. And I knew going into it, it was based on true events but i didn't know like you know you know when they say that it's like oh little little truths here and there but this whole yeah story, this guy grew up playing this game and then he was an actual race car driver yeah. in real life this guy was yeah. not a race car driver in real life no. at all right no. yeah um but yeah like right after watching this movie you're gonna go and read his story and it's going to be exactly how the movie kind of tells it in this two-hour fashion and neil does it so well his pacing is fantastic uh the storyline with the family you have an idea of this kid who just loves his passion is racing and the father who's like, ah, man, that's not a real job. And I think we all <laughs> can, can connect with that in some sort of way where we're, we're trying to live up to our parents, 
potential of us, but it's not the route that our parents want us to go. It's the non-traditional right, right way. It's like um, podcasters, it's right? It's like podcasters. I, yeah. No idea what you're talking about. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> but like just his journey and how committed he is because he was committed. He's like, I want to race. And if that was being, you know, someone who was in the pit field to actually being someone behind the race car, it was his drive and that's where he wanted to go. And it's amazing to see him, you know, drive a, a GTR, a Nissan GTR and go into like one of those futuristic GT cars that um, you just wonder like who builds these things. They, they look like spaceships. Uh, they're yeah, not like they Formula do. One cars where they it's all... Like, it's like the Dark Star at the yeah. beginning of Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, like, what yeah. is exactly. the spaceship that they're yeah. in? And GT cars all have like this weird sense of um, identity where they don't... They, they can look like a road car, like a Porsche 911, or they'll look like a Ferrari, but then you'll have these most concept-looking vehicles out there and just like Oh, this is legal to be in this GT racing, and, then, <laughs> yeah. and there's so many like classes, like GT one, two, three. Like there's so many. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, like just watching his journey on screen, and I would say like the race car sequences really connect you to what Gran Turismo is, and it really it really felt like Days of Thunder, but so much better because Days of Thunder had the NASCAR, and it was just in like this rotating uh, race. Uh, course right with gt racing it's everywhere you're going to all these different cities around europe and it's um just learning understanding about gear changes and when to shift and mm -hmm. when to like pass a, a a driver and use their 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 what is their wind drift to get drift, around the yeah. drift yeah. to get around them faster um like you'll learn about that and that's where like i feel like days of thunder and this movie really connect and then you have like rocky that connects to this movie as well so there's a lot of great things about this movie that i think a lot of people enjoy especially the race car and i feel like a lot of people in our theater were at the end of this movie were clapping because they got so emotionally invested in this kid winning and when it happens it's like you feel like you're there, and I think Neil puts you in the driver's seat as well as in the the seats of the of the stands to get you really invested in. This is what real racing is all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing for me with this film, if I can give it uh, some criticism, is that for the span of the runtime of this film, I think the movie starts off really strong with the fi family dynamic, and then as soon as Jan starts to go on his journey of becoming a race uh, a, a racer in real life, I think the whole family subplot really just kind of gets put on the back burner, and it does come back later on in the movie. I just feel like we were away from it for so for so long at, at some points of the movie that I felt like you weren't feeling that urgency or you won't, you weren't feeling that connection. So when family members did pop up later, you're like, Oh yes, let me remember what this relationship was like. Where did we leave last leave off with it? And I think if we maybe cut back to the family a little bit more throughout the, the runtime of the movie, I think we would have had a little bit more, a connection and a bit of more of emotional weight even though the emotional moments do hit later on in the movie i could have used more of it because the family especially the parents you know juman hanzu and uh, jerry were just uh they were really great and i i could have had a lot more of them in this movie. i agree with daniel because it, it felt like they were such a part of his life and then when he goes on this 
journey he just they just disappear like it, yeah. almost, it almost became like i don't have a son and and maybe it almost tricked me like do i rem- did they did he have parents in the beginning of this movie or what because they 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 show up and then they disappear and then they show up again but it's yeah. crazy to think like ginger spice is the mom and i was like what i looked over to daniel cool. like, that's that's jerry hollowell and and she's like and he's like no, that's not Ginger Spice. I'm like, I could tell by the eyes, the hair, but she looks so different now. Like she just, she just looks a little, a lot more mature, but like not like age wise, but just, she just looks different. And it was the eyes that no. really got me to thinking that that's her. And then finding her after and saying, holy shit, that's actually Ginger Spice. And she's in this movie. She yeah. hasn't really acted. And there's a sequence where there's an emotional sequence where she is very involved in what's happening with her son. And I'm like, Oh, she can act. She's doing good. Yeah. Like good for her. <laughs> she it's, was great. Yeah, she was great. I hope to see her like acting more because it's just it's nice to see people who are part of your childhood and then they just pop up yeah. and they're like and then you're just like, "Oh, that's her." And she's like, "Oh, yeah. wow." And you get to share we're, it with We're the world. so used to seeing her in like uh as like hosting the, gigs, right? Yeah. Like used, or like as a judge. Yeah, exactly. Or yes. I just remember her as like Ginger Spice with the big, you know, you in UK uh, jumper on, <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, the Union Jack jumper, and yeah, of course, with her whole Spice Girl routine. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's nice to see her in something different, and it's, well, it looked good on her as well. Absolutely, yeah. and it's also I, I also want to say, oh, sorry, Shay, go no, ahead. I was just gonna say quickly that like, this is also super crazy. It's one of the first movies that I've really ever heard of where the actual person it's based on, Jan Martinbro plays the stunt driver in the movie so all the scenes that we're actually seeing of that car driving of all those moments is actually played by the person it's based on and that i think is so insane i don't think i've ever really seen that in the film where they're you know showing up in the same movie unless it's like a cameo like they'll be walking in the background or just something like they'll have a line but no he is doing the work for the movie so man huge shout out to, to jan or john for for that as well that's so cool because it's like yeah like no one's gonna drive no one's gonna know how he drives better than what he does and like you said Shay, like we've had cameos before where it's like oh like tommy was so in the disaster artist or jordan belford in the wolf of wall street so we've had quick little cameos but never something as substantial as you know this guy is doing the driving for his own you know his own character in a movie that's amazing i guess it's like tom cruise doing his stunts right like it's just but being the actor in a sense, I like, but it's, it must be surreal to be in your own movie as a stunt driver and still being part of it. Like a lot of times you, when you're, when a movie is being told by someone, they're never really involved other than, okay, maybe they got some, like the screenwriters to, to learn more about his, the background, but to actually be physically part of it and to be there. That's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Also, fantastic score by Lauren Balfe. But that, I mean, what's new, really? Yeah, it's it's Lauren Balfe and uh, it's Lauren Balfe working with. Sorry, I'm going to get it right now. Andrew um, Lloyd Webber. Wow, that's crazy. no, not Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh, working together. Yeah, it's a it's an absolute banger soundtrack score. Also, the music in oh, yeah. in the in the movie as well too. Really phenomenal. well used. So, like you're getting you're getting phenomenal like like needle drops you're getting incredible cinematography i literally i rewatched oppenheimer today and there's a lot of moments in gran turismo where just cuts to the inside of the engine or like you know you do the pistons firing and all of that and it reminded me a lot of like an oppenheimer where it's like you're getting like these quick flashes of 
like these reactions happening. And it's so cool seeing that because you get this sense of just power and speed and just danger. Yeah. Even, when you know, whenever you turn on a car, even the iconic, <laughs> um, the 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 trigger lights from going from red, orange, and green, like they would do in Gran Turismo, yeah. they actually had that sound effect a lot, and they really make sure that even though this is based on a true story, it's still involving the game somehow. If it's yeah, the, the camera absolutely. angles, if it's having the, the titles the titles or even like the the guide uh, the guide lanes to tell or the yeah. the arrows that tell you okay you should break at this point or go green at this point mm-hmm. those little things just like again it encompasses both people who haven't played the game and they'll enjoy that story and those who in, have played the game connecting it to the story that's yeah. that's what these adaptations should be like uh, yeah. Not always. You get have the, to the be Leo exactly. pointing meme. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You get the Leo exactly. pointing. Like, oh, there it is. Like, it's amazing. They're doing it right. Yes. They're doing it absolutely right. Well, I think it's safe to say now is a good time to give our final recommendations for Gran Turismo, and I'll kick it over to Anthony. Anthony, please let us know what do you want to let people know about Gran Turismo. This is a definite watch. All right. Thank you, uh, Daniel. What about yourself? It's funny because I, I was thinking, I'm like, is this? Do we consider this like a video game adaptation? Like, do we put this in that in that bucket of like, what do you think of movies based on video games? Would that would this movie fit inside of that bucket? Right? It's a bit. Mm-hmm. It it kind of has its feet in both worlds. Yeah, right? I feel like it's a simulation does. game. It does. Yeah, I feel like it does. I think they incorporate enough of the video game in this movie to really say, hey, this is also you know, supporting yeah. the game that came before it. Even like the beginning of this movie, the explation of what Gran Turismo is, is so like mm-hmm. impactful. So cool. And you're like, okay, is, I'm going to yeah. go buy this game that, right after I watch op- this. That opening intro. So cool. And to think like, this- it's like, it's like the, they created is like, they treat it like the same yeah. way. It's like, yeah, like the creation of like the bomb. It's like, yeah. we're treating it like that, you yeah. know? And this is a 30 year old game, which, you know, it just, the same producer is still producing this game and he's still committed to it. I think, yeah, I think it is a video game movie for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that being said, I think Gran Turismo is one of the best video game movies ever made. I think there's so much heart and so much fun to be had while watching this. If you are not a car person, you're going to become a car person after watching this. And I think this really is one of the biggest surprises of the year. I had so much fun watching this movie and some of the best cinematography you will see on the big screen this year. It looks great. It sounds great. And I think beginning to end, start to finish, it's an exhilarating ride. You don't want to miss it. You know, we got a chance to watch this movie in IMAX and the full screen ratio that this movie also plays in is so damn cool. It made every race scene feel like I was just white knuckling the whole time. There are so many moments where I literally grabbed another Daniel and I was like, oh my God, they just did that. That looks crazy. And this movie, again, huge surprise, a lot of fun. It is absolutely stunning. It will get you into racing somehow, some way, or it'll get you into a car and make you want to drive really fast. Just make sure you don't hurt anyone when you do that, because this movie is a 100% a a watch it. Like you, you have to go see this movie. It is so good, so much fun. And on a bigger screen, the better the experience is. 
Of course, if you do go watch this movie, you know the best place to have a conversation with us is in our Discord chat. So make sure you go ahead and join that as well. Because you have people joining every single day, and it's so much fun. We can't believe it. We're so grateful to everybody in the community. You can also leave comments on places like Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. We love reading those out there. We've gotten some great ones recently. We've been getting some great Twitter DMs. So, or I guess X. I don't know. I'm calling it Twitter still, if that's okay. Twitter. It's Twitter. I'm an old man. I'm going to keep calling it that. And make sure you're following us at The Movie Podcast on every single social media available out there. I promise you, if it exists, then we're on it. But make sure you're following us on every social media possible because we have great giveaways and contests happening as well. So again, huge shout out to our friends over at Sony Pictures for inviting us to come watch this movie and for the great experience they gave us. Again, that was this time with The Movie Podcast. We'll see you next. 